Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. It's Friday. Oh, boy. I've got someplace to go tonight, today. I've got a book sale at the fairgrounds that I'm going to go to. That's in the future, later on. Anyway, before we get started, I want to give you a shout-out about a Kickstarter that's getting ready to go. or it has, no, Actually, it's already started. In fact, it's already funded, but you might want to get in on the goodness here. That's Tom Wilson of Throwy Games. Just put out his new supplement, Off the Beaten Path, City Excursions. He does a series of these books. He's done Forest. He's done, I think, Desert. And different different kinds of pl- plot hooks, things that can you know adventure hooks for different terrain, different different situations. And he just released City Encounters. Well, he didn't release it, but he's kickstarting it. And if you go over to Kickstarter.com and look for Off the Beaten Path or Throwy Games or Tom Wilson, you can put it up. He's a really good guy, and he does really good work his stuff is excellent it's it's just great i've I've looked at some of his stuff and he really knows how to write those adventure paths adventure hooks rather so give him a try over at kickstarter.com okay i was thinking about traps today and i just sort of kind of got an idea of making your traps i'm not saying deadlier but just more interesting uh, just, you know, just there's always, I, I'm, I struggle with traps a bit. I do have a few favorites. I never got into the Grimtooth series because I always thought they were a little excessive. But I do have a few that I've come up with. And I thought about combining monsters and traps. Who does that? Not very many people that I think of. Now, there's the easy one would be a pit trap with a monster in the bottom. I've done that before. That's a lot. That's very, very interesting. I put. I had a. I had a character one time fall into a pit trap, and at the bottom there was a giant spider. And so you've got him trying to fight the giant spider, them trying to get him out, and trying to stop the monster. If they have any ranged weapons, they'd be firing arrows into it and all this other stuff. And it makes for an interesting, interesting encounter. <laughs> to say the least, if not deadly. But I thought of a few other ones. There's the classic shrinking walls trap, and usually they like to put spikes or something there, but not usually. Sometimes you just crush people. But can you imagine if you were stuck in there with some kind of critter that just burrowed up into it, say a giant worm or something, and the walls are closing in? If you, uh, here's, here's one, uh, Army of Darkness, the movie, that pit trap that Ash finds himself in at the beginning of the film with the ghoul, there's a ghoul in there. And then the guy starts, tells the guys to start closing the walls. So he has to do the, close the walls plus spikes, plus dealing with this ghoul that he has to, that he has to stop Fortunately, he gets his chainsaw at the last minute, but that's not the point. I mean, he still has to get himself out, and he does. That's a great trap right there. 
But I thought of another one. It, this seems to always be a, this stuff seems to be revolving around pits for some reason. I like pit traps because you not only I like pit traps. Not only can you do some damage to the characters, it can be a trap, but it possibly give you some clues to what they're dealing with in the dungeon. You could put clues at the bottom of pits, stuff like a skeleton of a former adventurer who has a partial map to the area or some kind of correspondence that give them a clue why they're there, what they're doing. You know, and you can advance the plot that way. I like doing that because it's just one character getting the, the information. And I like to give it in a way, either through a note or taking them aside. So I like to give it a way where the player character has to tell the party. So the player has to decide whether or not wants his character to tell the rest of the party or not. And that can cause a little friction, which causes role-playing. Hey, how about that? Son of a gun. So pits are good for that. In fact, this is all about pits, I think. <laughs> it's going to be about pit traps. And you could put the you could put the spikes down there. They don't the spikes don't always kill people. I mean, it can damage them a lot, especially if they're wearing plate. It's harder to damage them if they're wearing something like plate mail. They have a really low AC, but it can put a crimp in their day. Uh, how about a pit trap where the minute they fall in the pit, out of the ceiling comes tons and tons of water. And yes, it'll get the guy out of the pit unless he's wearing heavy armor, then he's going to have a little bit of a problem. Or how about this? A pit with spikes on the side and the bottom. Now, he can get way hurt, but it'd be easier for him to get out because he could climb along the spikes. He can climb the spikes like a ladder. See, I always like to give them some glimmer of a way out, too. And here's a real fun one. Say you have a 10-foot pit trap. The guy doesn't see it, fails his dexterity, and falls. But he doesn't fall because something on the ceiling grabs him by the arm or something. Say you have one of those giant crab spiders, the one with the pincers on the front. It makes its hit. It grabs him at the last minute. So he's dangling over a pit with a monster trying to pull him up to eat him. What does the party do? See, I love compounding trouble just a little, just to give them something to think about and react to in, an, in, a, in a situation like this. Pit traps are fun if you vary them and dress them up. They really are. So I'm just going to leave you with that today. It's a short one. So you can talk about it. You can talk to me about it. You can drop me an email, littlemangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you to my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos. Don't forget Mark C. Wallring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. And so, folks, until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.